0: what is going on everybody welcome to a brand new episode of the Bull take podcast and this is a special one for two reasons number one it is our final mock drafts before the nfl draft is thursday and another big reason we have two microphones now so we can actually both talk and you can hear us clearly
1: yeah this feels like a more uh professional setup still not quite pro but this is uh we're this, getting up there we're, we're getting, getting
0: there upgrades only upgrades yeah, only, only. So um, we got a lot to talk about with the NFL draft, so let's just let's go ahead and get started so we can save some people some time. This is our final mock drafts before the NFL draft, which is next Thursday, a day after my birthday, I want to add. So yeah, um, this one is going to be a little bit different from our one last time solely because we have added in some trades to the first round. Just to make it more interesting, yeah. try to give you all something brand new. But, um, yeah, let's let's just go with the number one pick to get started. Is there anything you want to say before we get started, Austin?
1: Oh, you know, I think that I had some fun making this. Uh, you know, I try to always have fun with what we do on the podcast. And so I think this is – I love doing mock drafts myself, so it's fun to get on the podcast and share. And, really, this is probably going to be a little bit longer than our typical episodes, but, you know, we're here to break down the draft. We're
0: here to we're here to bring you high quality yeah. and only. And don't worry, these will be 100% correct. You can book it right now. Right now. So let's just get started. I mean, let's just be basic. Number one overall, there's no, no, not going to be any trade. Yeah. It's, it's Trevor Lawrence. If it's not Trevor Lawrence, then the world will explode probably. Yeah, I,
1: Jaguars taking him last time. I got the Jaguars taking him again. There's no way Trevor Lawrence doesn't get number one unless Urban Meyer pulls a rabbit out of his hat for some reason.
0: Takes Kyle Pitts yeah. number one overall. Uh, number two, I still have the Jets picking and they still have Zach Wilson. I assume you also have Zach Wilson, or do you have a trade?
1: Um, no, I do still have the Jets here. I think that they made it clear with the Sam Darnold trade that they're looking QB. Last time I had him taking Justin Fields, but it looks like for some reason yeah, Justin Fields is falling down.
0: I don't I don't understand why they like love Zach Wilson yeah. so much, but they they've clearly fallen like in love with him like ever since his pro day. I
1: saw a quote actually today that said is Zach Wilson the most athletic quarterback in the draft? And I thought, are Trey Lance and Justin Fields <laughs> not in this draft? Um, yeah. But regardless, I had Justin Fields going last time, but with the way everybody's draft board seemed to be shaping up, I got Zach Wilson going number two. I think that that's just a smart
0: pick. Yeah. yeah, that is one and two seems pretty much a lock yeah. for the draft right now, which it normally is around this time.
1: Yeah, I mean, you usually got your guarantees, right?
0: Yeah. Here. But it's get interesting at at number three and through the rest of it because we have San Francisco made a trade with Miami. There's been rumors. They're looking at either Mac Jones, Justin Fields. I've heard rumors that they were at Trey Lance's pro day recently. I even heard rumors that they might have traded up to get Kyle Pitts. I don't know. Uh, what do you have the 49ers doing here at number three?
1: Um, So, obviously, last time we did no trades. And this is an official trade that happened after yeah. our mock draft. So, last time I had the Dolphins taken to Volante Smith, which I thought made sense. But now, 49ers move up to three. You don't move this many picks if you're not going quarterback, in yeah. my opinion. Because Pitts definitely could have fallen to 12 to them. I had him falling past 12 yeah. in my last mock. So, I think that they traded up. They're committed to quarterback. And although I do not think this guy's a first-round quarterback, <laughs> uh, I have them taking Matt Jones. Uh, he's got a lot of the same skill set as Matt Ryan, in my opinion, which is not a dig at him. I think that's yeah. actually a compliment. Yeah. And Kyle Shanahan, when he was in Atlanta, really thrived, took that team to the Super Bowl, coaching Matt Ryan. So I think he would love to get another chance to get a Matt Ryan-type guy.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like we both said in the last podcast, like two episodes ago, I th- we both agreed he should not be a first-round pick, but it's that, it's that Nick Saban pedigree and all that. Yeah. Um, I'm treating this as if San Francisco does not be idiots and pick Mac Jones third overall, and they actually pick the best QB that's available at the third pick. That's so, um, I have them picking Justin Fields. I, from what I've heard, he's got a really high football IQ, Absolutely. and that works with Kyle Shannon. He can sit behind Jimmy G for a year because he's Jimmy G still under contract and then you can just let him go for a year. And with no offense, we saw how sitting for a year worked out for uh, Patrick Mahomes yeah, and sitting under another player with Aaron Rodgers as well. So, yeah, not a bad plan at all.
1: I mean, yeah, I think I think no matter what, this guy probably sits for at least the first three weeks of the season. You know, I think Jimmy G ha- has earned the right to at least get to play the yeah, beginning taking of the him season.
0: A, take him to the Super Bowl yeah. at least. So,
1: so I, I think that – but, yes, I do think that a quarterback goes at three no matter what.
0: Yeah. And then we move on to a pick where we don't know exactly what their team is doing. They're, uh, in the Atlanta Falcons, there's been rumors they're trading out. There's been rumors they were at Trey Lance's second pro day. They could be going QB. Uh, do you see a trade happening here, or do you see the Falcons making their pick? Here?
1: Um, here? I think the Falcons are still going to make their pick here, but I'm still not in on the quarterback. I think that Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley were working last year. They looked pretty decent last year. And I think Matt Ryan is is good good enough. I mean, he's a lot better than a lot of other starting quarterbacks. Yeah. And you have to think about the way the NFC South just went. Jameis Winston's going to be taking over. Sam Darnold going to be taking over. So really, you might only be competing with the Buccaneers yeah. in that division, and no dig at the Saints or the Panthers, but we got to see how those teams come yeah. together with the new quarterbacks. So I think they go defense, and I think they make the same pick I had them making last time. Micah Parsons out of Penn State. I think that Deion Jones and Micah Parsons could be the next Devin White, Levante David. I said that last time and I stand by
0: it. Yeah. Uh for me, it's I had Micah Parsons last time too. We both agreed on that. This time I'm going I'm switching it up a little bit. This is this wow. is gonna be a little bit of a shocker, I think. Hear me out. This is an Atlanta team. Don't get me wrong, their defense needs help like crazy. For they sure. need help. But this is a team that has a star quarterback. A two-star wide receivers, I'd say, in Rid- Calvin Ridley and uh, Julio Jones. They, I would say, I don't remember if Todd Gurley is coming back or not, or is he a free agent still?
1: Uh, I think Todd's a free agent right now. I'm not sure where okay. they're going. At, well,
0: back. clearly with that offense, you know, they're going to throw the ball way more For than sure. run. So I think if I think that if they don't pick QB here, why not go all in and make this offense as good as you can? Because you got to remember, this is a team that not long ago. Was making the playoffs every single year.
1: Absolutely. And
0: then lately, yes, the years they struggled, they like finished, they like finished with a terrible record. But they started the year terrible, but got on such a good stretch to end the year. They just got to play consistent throughout the whole year, and they probably would have made the playoffs the last few years. Absolutely. So with that being said, I have the Falcons picking Kyle Pitts from the Florida Gators. I mean, he's he's a I mean, he's a freak. If, if you've been paying, if you've been paying any attention to the draft, you know about him. He's an absolute freak. I don't care what you say. This is a guy you could even put out a wide receiver if you don't want to put him at tight end. For sure. But I think giving Matt Ryan another weapon like that, and then if they don't make the playoffs, you can just blow it all up, but also keep a generational talent like Kyle Pitts so you don't completely start from scratch.
1: For sure. I think they cop this is a great player. Still a shocker to me,
0: though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do agree with the defense, though. I do agree with defense. So now let's move on to the number five pick and one that I'm going to hope is a no-brainer for Cincinnati and the Cincinnati Bengals. Some people think they're going to go wide receiver. Some people are going to hope they're smarter than to do that. What do you have, Cincinnati? Do you even have Cincinnati picking Uh, here? I've
1: got Cincinnati picking right here. uh, But really, I think I went Panay last time, and I'm not changing my opinion on that. I think the Joe Burrow injury still rings true to them. I wouldn't be surprised maybe if the Bengals trade up into the first round. I don't have that here. I'm not trying to tease anything. I don't have them trading back into the first. But I wouldn't be surprised if they maybe tried to go find a way to get Jamar Chase or Terrace Marshall to reunite Joe Burrow with one of his former targets. But I I just think that after the injury – you know you need an offensive lineman to keep Joe Burrow healthy.
0: Yeah, that this is literally, in my opinion and your opinion, apparently, it uh, as well, it's a no-brainer yeah, to pick ha- Panay Sewell. If you don't pick Panay Sewell here, you're looking at Joe Burrow. It's like basically driving a really nice car without any insurance. Yeah. That's basically how you would define picking Jamar Chase here. It would make no sense. Panay Sewell, 100% from me as well. Just nothing, yeah. it, It'd be idiotic to pick a wide receiver here. So now we move to a team that Went from was picking originally third last time, then moved to 12, then moved back up to six in the Miami Dolphins a team. That was 10 and six, almost made the playoffs last year. In my opinion, they could have taken the place from any team in the NFC East. But, um, yeah, what do you see Miami picking here six or do you see Miami trading now? Um, so s-
1: Eagles were picking here, slated our last time, no, hadn't had any trades happen yet, and I had them taking Jamar Chase. But now we come into this, Miami's been very moving throughout the draft board. They moved a lot, and I don't think that's going to stop right here.
0: Oh, we got our first
1: trade? A lot of rumors are Washington will trade up to get a quarterback if the guy they like is sitting below five. If If a top three quarterback slips out of the top five, they'd look to trade up. So you get right out of the top five. Miami's definitely looking to move for draft capital so i think that they're going to swap first rounders and then obviously more stuff's going to come yeah. from washington but i think washington's going to end up taking over at 6 right here and i think they're going to go justin fields at ohio state
0: wow what a move that's up 13 spots so they would probably have to give up first rounder this year probably a first rounder and maybe even a second rounder next year yeah what if they could somehow land justin fields let him sit behind the the goat fitz magic um, then who knows what could happen in Washington if they were able to get him?
1: Yeah
0: Me, there has been of course the rumors of Miami you no know, making trades. but I also heard yesterday that reportedly they're they're done looking for trades. They had tried making moves, but they they're just gonna stick where they're at. and I think they're gonna get another weapon for TuA, which I think just makes sense. You know if you want to sure. prove he's your franchise QB, you would go get him. So I have them picking Jamar Chase. The wide receiver out of LSU, just probably overall, no offense to Devontae Smith, probably the overall most talented wide receiver in the draft. So I think getting him maybe could make Miami a playoff team. We don't know.
1: Yeah, we could see for sure.
0: So now let's move on to pick number seven, and that is the Detroit Lions, a team that made a big trade this offseason with uh, Matthew Stafford, trading him for Jared Goff, kind of. I want to say, signals a rebuild maybe, but maybe not completely starting over. Uh, What do you see Detroit here? Do you even see Detroit picking here? So,
1: yeah, I've got Detroit picking here. But I do think that this trade for Jared Goff is kind of a point where you get a younger quarterback that you've got some time
0: with. Oh, wow. Are you going where I think you're going? But
1: I think that it also signifies they want to play some winning football, and they want a younger guy that's ready to win. So I had them taking a the corner so they could keep developing that secondary last time with yeah. Caleb Farley. I don't think they're doing that. Anymore. Yeah. I think they want a weapon to replace Kenny Galladay and get Jared Goff going. And I think that's where Jamar Chase goes right here at number seven to Detroit Lions.
0: You had me. Word. When you talked about a young QB, I was like, is he about to, no, is he about I, is he about to pick a QB for Detroit here?
1: I think it would make <laughs> no sense to take a quarterback. I just think they're ready to get Jared Goff some weapons.
0: okay, okay, good that that's that's what uh, I hundred percent agree with you get Jared Goff some weapons especially with all the losses in free agency. however, uh, I mean I also had them go on defense last time. I don't remember exactly who I picked, but I but I think they're gonna go offense and get a wide receiver as well. however, Jamar Chase just went the pick before. so I think I guess Detroit's going to have to settle yeah. for a Heisman Trophy winner in Devontae Smith. There's been a lot of questions about his weight. I think it said he was 166. But no offense, if weight was such a problem, why did he win a Heisman Trophy?
1: Yeah, I mean, also, you can't hit him if you can't catch him. Exactly. And not a lot of people can catch him. So.
0: Exactly. So I don't know what people are understanding about that. Detroit's going to hopefully love him as long as they don't ruin his career, like the careers yeah. of Barry Sanders, Matthew Stafford, Calvin Johnson. But uh, let's move on to a pick that there's been rumored could be a trade spot for some teams in the Carolina Panthers, a team that just recently made a big move for a QB in Sam Darnold. There were rumors that they might trade up, try to get a QB. Obviously, those are probably out the yeah, window damn. now. So uh, what do you see Carolina staying here? or do you? No. Oh, we got to trade a again.
1: I think if a quarterback still on the board this high – Carolina, one of those top five guys, still on the board, which I still have one, Trey Lance, still on the board. If so, they're going to do everything they can to trade to one of those teams. I think, I think I think I know which team
0: you're picking, but I want to hear you. Um, but
1: in that case, a team that I think is no stranger to moving up to drafting quarterbacks, I got the Chicago Bears moving up to eight with Carolina wow. to get Trey Lance.
0: Wow, your Bears are making big moves.
1: I can only hope.
0: So now I want to ask you, if y'all do pick Trey Lance, would you want him starting right away, or would you want him sitting behind Foles and Dalton for the year? Would- um,
1: I think what I'd like to see is kind of similar to what we did with Trubisky. We brought in Mike Glennon, then we drafted Mitchell Trubisky. Glennon played the first three, four weeks of the season, and then we said, you know what, we're ready to see this guy play now. So, you know, give Andy Dalton or Nick Foles, whoever looks like it's going to be Andy Dalton, uh, give Andy Dalton the first couple weeks. And if he's not, you know, winning games for us or he's not giving us the type of stuff we want, then I think it absolutely makes sense to get Trey Lance in the game. But I don't think we should force him right away if we're not ready.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Like we talked about with all the other great QBs, sometimes it takes—it's not bad to let a player yeah. sit back and learn for a year,
1: especially from a veteran like Andy Dalton.
0: Yeah, who has one, who has—I wouldn't say win playoff has been in playoff situations. Same with Nick Foles, a guy that's played in a Super Bowl and won Super a Super Bowl, Bowl MVP. Yeah, so not bad learning from those two guys. I'm just—we'll just have to wait and see. You know, we don't yeah. know for sure on that. But uh, I think Carolina, as much as it's been rumored for them to trade here, I think they're going to stay put here. And I think last year in the draft, they did not pick a single offensive player at all. Every single one of their draft picks was a defensive player to just try to rebuild that defense. Which worked. Yeah, which worked. Getting a guy like Jeremy Chin, I think it was second round. Clearly, you got probably a safety for the future there.
1: And Derek Brown, a defensive tackle, but didn't get any offense.
0: Yeah. But with that being said, this Carolina team from a few years ago, you looked at their QB with Cam Newton. But what also was a leader for that team, that linebacking core and one man, one man, only Luke who who is just an absolute dominant linebacker. And I think that if they can get a Luke Keekley like guy here, that might help boost that defense up more. So I have them picking Micah Parsons from Penn State here. Just, you know, when a team has a dominant linebacker, they, their defense is so much better. A guy that seems Absolutely. like they can motivate, be a leader. You look at the Steelers with Ryan Shays here before you he had that terrible injury. And then you look at once he left, the defensive production, well, linebacker-wise, just went down and down before we eventually trade up for Devin Bush and our defense went back up. So uh, I think Micah Parsons would be a smart pick for Carolina here. So now we move on to number nine, and that is another team that has been rumored to maybe trade up or select a QB with this pick. Um, This is, of course, Grant McNew, who is a listener, his favorite team. That would be the Denver Broncos so what do you have in store for uh, Grant, maybe, Austin?
1: Um, Well, I had Patrick Sertan last time. And that was satisfactory for Grant McNew. And so I hope this pick is just as satisfactory because it's still Patrick Sertan out <laughs> of Alabama. I think A.J. Boye being let go, Bryce Callahan in the last year of his deal, I think uh, they're going to look to get – a new young corner to really revitalize what was once like the no fly zone.
0: Yeah. And arguably one of the well, carried Peyton Manning to a super bowl. No offense to Peyton being the go that defense carried him. I don't care what anybody says. So, uh, but uh, yeah, mine's the exact same pick as you, Patrick Sertan. It, it just makes too much it, sense. It does. I, there, I know there's rumors that they're going to try to trade up or maybe pick a QB here, but Drew Locke deserves at least one more year. He deserves at least one more year. Here's my opinion. He's never been bad
1: for them. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And don't get me—I mean, last year they just had COVID and injury problems yeah. like crazy. The first half of the year, and by the time they were completely healthy, season was totally lost. And you know, it's rookie year—he, no offense, rookies—I don't care who you are—it's very rare for a rookie quarterback to come in and just lead you to the playoffs out of nowhere. For sure. So yeah, uh, he deserves definitely one more year. And no offense, they didn't have Von Miller at all last year. They get him back. I know he's aging. They, Denver, I, before Von Miller's injury, I actually had Denver as a team that could have made a run in the playoffs before yeah. the season began. So, uh, yeah, I 100% agree. Patrick Sertan, it just it just makes too much sense. For sure. So next up, we have America's team on the clock, a team that everyone in America loves. The Dallas Cowboys, a team, of course, had didn't have Dak Prescott for most of the years. Ezekiel Elliott struggled. Their coach is terrible. Uh, what do you do you see the Cowboys making their pick here or do you see the Cowboys training now?
1: I think they still make their pick here. And, you know, looking at this team, the defense, again, we talked about this last time. Defense was terrible this season. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no no excuse, in my opinion, for being America's team and just not being able to have the talent yeah. to be America's team. There's and there's no excuse uh, for for just playing as bad as they did. Their offense was shaky. Andy Dalton looks good at some points last exactly. season. But I think overall you gotta be better and they're gonna look to be- beef up that defense. And so I think I had him go Kuwity pay last time and I got him going Kawity Pay this time. I think they're gonna look to beef up that defensive line and give another weapon to help Demarcus Lawrence get open at the very least and get some tackles.
0: Yeah, it just it just makes sense going with defense for him here. However I not only have them not going defense, they wow. ain't picking here. I've got a wow. trade. We've got a trade. It is two of America's most favorite teams in the world combining the New England Patriots, trading up from 15 to 10. I know the price swap first rounders, maybe get another first rounder to pick a QB that maybe would fit in Bill Belichick's system in Mac Jones, the wow. QB from Alabama. I feel like I know they just signed Cam Newton back. They've been very aggressive the whole off season with all those free agent signings they made. And I think they'll also be aggressive here in the draft. And I think they trade up to 10 and get their QB maybe of the future. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's just my, my thought on it. You know, he still shouldn't be a first rounder, but that's someone's going to overdraft for him. So now let's move on to number 11, a man who was on the podcast just last week, uh, Carter Vlance. his favorite team is on the clock here in the giants. They've been rumored. Linebacker, wide receiver, maybe even offensive line. What what do you see the Giants doing here?
1: Um, last time having taken Nick Bolton out of Mizzou, and to me, linebacker makes sense. Uh Blake Martinez obviously isn't working out. He wasn't very good last season. He didn't work out in Green Bay. That's why they waived him. Uh so I don't think Blake Martinez is any long-term answer. And I think in a pick like this, you almost made the playoffs with your offense without Saquon Barkley. I think maybe in some later rounds you grab some offensive linemen maybe. This is a very good offensive lineman class. I think there's going to be lots yeah. of good linemen that go past this first round. Um, but I think you got to go linebacker here. That's the biggest problem I see on this defense. And so I still haven't taken Nick Bolton out of Mizzou. I love this guy. I think he was a great player this season.
0: Future future, what linebackers will be in the NFL, yeah. no doubt.
1: I mean, he played, he's like a safety that plays linebacker, and that's frightening.
0: Yeah, absolutely, definitely frightening. I saw that firsthand in the Arkansas-Missouri game. But um, this, this pick for the Giants, I actually have him going offensive line here. As much as Carter said he doesn't want him to go offensive line, it just makes sense. Daniel Jones got sacked like crazy. Let's face it, when he gets hit, he fumbles the football. It doesn't matter. Uh, and Saquon coming off that injury, I just feel like it just makes sense to get that offensive line together because if you're not trading up for a QB, like there might have been some small rumors that they are, why not try to build that offensive line? Because really, no offense, I do agree that their def- the linebackers need to be better, but that defense for them is what carried them in that second half of the year. and I think keeping them together would be smart, so I'm going to have them picking arguably – from what I've heard, some people believe to be better than Panay Sewell. That's just a few people I've heard on ESPN. And picking Rayshawn Slater, uh, the tackle from Northwestern. Yeah, there's just some people I heard on ESPN yesterday saying that they preferred Slater over Sewell, which I thought was crazy. Yeah. So now we move on to pick number 12 and a team that was originally at six. and But now they have traded down to number 12 in the Philadelphia Eagles. A lot of rumors. They don't even know who their starting QB is going to be yet, which I don't understand. If it's not Jalen Hurts, it wouldn't make sense. Um, but uh, yeah, what do you, what do you see the Eagles doing here? Do you see the Eagles trading out?
1: Um, so rumors, Eagles trade up, try and take a quarterback. Obviously, my list now has all the top five quarterbacks off the board, and I don't have the Eagles trading up. So I think that by this point, if this situation were to unfold, Eagles come to a consensus that their quarterback is going to be Jalen Hurts next season. Um, in which case, I think that they're going to go wide receiver, a spot that, I, you know, I had them making this pick last time, a spot where I think they keep making mistakes in the draft, and this is where they're going to try and do it right. And I think they're going to try a little too hard to do it right and try and surprise people like they've tried to do the last couple years. So, what do I think the Eagles are going to do? I think they're going to reach and take an injured Jalen Waddle out of Alabama and take him over Devontae Smith to try and shock people again.
0: Wow, I completely forgot that Devontae Smith was still on the board for yep. for years. Wow. Um, I also have the Eagles picking Jalen Waddle, not because of reaching, but because he's the best wide receiver left yep. at that point. Yeah, but he's just got to get healthy. That's all. You just got to wait on Jalen Waddle to get healthy. You get him healthy. That's like one of the fastest players in college football. You can do all kinds of creative stuff with him with Jalen Hurts. So I'm sure they would not mind settling for Jalen Waddle if he was there or maybe even reaching for him. We don't know. So now let's move on to pick 13 and a team that uh, figured out their QB situation. Now they're just trying to figure out the rest of their roster. In the Los Angeles, still weird to say Los Angeles, Los Angeles Chargers, a team like we said just, just a second ago, has their QB of the future in Justin Herbert. Rest of the team needs need help. Rest of the team yeah. needs help. What do, you, what do you see the Chargers doing here?
1: Um, Really, we talked about this last time. I think that if you're the Chargers, the thing that makes sense is to learn from the Bengals' mistake and build an offensive line um and right now i've only got one offensive lineman off the board right here yeah so i think i had him taking ray sean slater last time and that's who i have him taking this time i think that ray sean slater great talent right there behind Sewell probably not better than but a great pick right here at 13 to get for your offensive line
0: yeah it just makes sense to go offensive line protect him i know there's a chance you might want to reach for a wide receiver or something keenan allen
1: and mike williams are so good right
0: exactly there. exactly and i know I know they'll probably go tight end, maybe second round, third round because of losing uh, Hunter Henry to the Patriots. Uh, I do agree with them. However, with you, them going offensive linemen, however, Slater's already off my board. And there's a guy that some people, some other people, as they they really don't know how to rank tackles. They're all over the place in this draft. Some people think is just as good as Slater, and that is Christian uh, Darisaw, the tackle from Virginia Tech. Um, uh, you know, they're just gonna, I think they'll just try to get the best tackle available and just yeah. try to start building an offensive line for Justin Herbert. And so he doesn't die like Joe Burrow did. That's fair. So next up we have the Minnesota Vikings, a team that over the years has taken a transformation was originally a major defensive team and was kind of the offense lacked behind. Now it's the offense is dominant and the defense is lacked behind. Uh, what do you see the Vikings doing here? Do you see them maybe making a trade?
1: Um, I've got the Vikings taking a pick right here. Um, and I think it's going to be my same pick as last time. They went, they they really made that trade and got Michael Pierce last year. Yeah. Um, but Michael Pierce is old, and let's face it, he's not a devastating defensive tackle. Yeah. And so I think it makes sense right here to take Christian Barrymore out of Bama. I mean, the guy's a stud. He's a freak. And, uh, you know, 14 is a great spot to get the to talent like this.
0: Yeah, yeah. Christian Barrymore, of course, that Alabama product. The defensive players for Alabama always seem to do well in the NFL. For so sure. uh, for me, I also have them going defense here, but not the same pick, I would say, as, uh, as you. I think they'll go more of an edge rusher kind of. And a guy that I've heard has been climbing up draft boards like crazy recently because of his phenomenal pro day. Uh, Jason Owa, an, out, an outside linebacker from Penn State. I've just heard so much potential about this guy. No offense to me, kind of resembles Anthony Barr, which was one of the you know one of their good linebackers for a few years. I yeah. think getting a guy like him to maybe learn from a quick guy like Anthony Barr could really be helpful to try to get that defense together and maybe make a playoff run. For sure. And so the next pick we have up here for. Uh, for you it is the New England Patriots. For me, it's the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. What do you see the Patriots doing here?
1: Um, right here, uh, I think, you know, you get to this situation and they're in the same situation I had them in last time, so why I got them picking the same guy. I know they went out and got Hunter Henry. Yeah. But Kyle Pitts on the board at fifteen, dream come true for Bill Belichick. Get you another Gronk. I mean Hunter Henry, if he's going to be your number one tight end, great. Kyle Pitts can be your number one wide receiver. Julian Edelman is retired. Kyle Pitts can literally do whatever you want him to do. <laughs> and I think that's enough said, honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah it really is. If he does fall at that point, then they would be idiots not to take him, Absolutely. which I don't think New England and them are as much as I hate to say it. Um, My pick here is the uh, – for the Cowboys, says I have making a trade. You know, I 100% agree with you on defense for the Cowboys, but uh, I will say I'm not picking Kawiti Pay here. But I also agree with you. If they, I know corner is a main issue for them, but in order to get your, find out how good your corners really are, you need to get some defensive line to get some pressure on the QB besides Demarcus Lawrence. So I have them picking a guy that you just had picked a second ago, Christian Barrymore from Alabama. It it just makes sense go yeah. defensive line here, see if you can create pressure, and then if your corners are still terrible evaluate your corners for next year's draft or maybe sign someone free agency just makes too much sense to me absolutely all right and then next up pick 16 which is the arizona cardinals a team that maybe if Kyler murray had not gotten injured maybe could have made the playoffs last year with that team but that defense is just so far behind the offense do you see arizona picking or trading here
1: um, I've got Arizona picking, and so originally, I had them taking Gregory Rousseau. Yeah. And I was like, you know, imagine this crazy edge rush with Chandler Jones and Gregory Rousseau. Well, then they went and got J.J. Watt. And so, <laughs> you don't really need Gregory Rousseau. You could use this pick somewhere else. And I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, I know they went out and got James Conner. But I feel like Kenyon Drake was a very two-way back. And so, in my opinion, they're going to go out and get a guy who's a very good two-way back in Travis Etienne and help try and solidify just another piece of that offense.
0: Yeah, it just it just makes makes sense. Kenyon Drake's just been a big question mark for them. Yeah. And I think getting maybe a good running back with Travis Etienne might put the offense way over the top. For me, though... uh they are not going to pick offense here. In fact, once again, they aren't picking here. We got another wow. trade. We've got another trade. The Washington football team, in order to make sure that somehow he the QB does not fall down to the Bears, moves up from 19 to 16 to select Trey Lance from North Dakota State. He can sit behind Fitzmagic for a year and learn the playbook and maybe you know he'll have to bow Taylor Heineke for the job cuz he's just a god. So that's but great. yeah, that's that's another big trade I'm making. Washington moving from 19 to 16 to get a QB. So now let's move on to pick number 17 and a team that was just very close again to making the playoffs, but that defense just who that defense is quite awful. Yeah. But uh it is the Las Vegas Raiders on the clock a team that just barely missed playoffs. There's rumors that they could be moving on from Derek Carr. They could be making some type of trade. Do you, what do you see the Raiders potentially doing here?
1: Um, so, you know, at this point, I don't have another quarterback coming off the board. I'll just spoil that for everybody else. Yeah. So you can expect from me, the top five guys are gone. So, you no quarterbacks coming later in this draft. So I think that most teams are set on their quarterback or set enough compared to yeah. a Kyle. Trax, that, that They can or, wait till like Kyle the second the round.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and so, anyway, it, it wouldn't even matter if a top-five guy was on the board for me because the Raiders have Derek Carr.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, And their defense is terrible. But with the moves they've made recently in the offseason, they're looking for linebackers that can play pass coverage no matter where you play them. Outside linebackers have been playing pass coverage. That's what they had Raekwon McMillan do last year, Corey Littleton. Yeah. Um, but, unfortunately, those guys aren't quite that good and no they're,
0: believe, they're really not
1: <laughs> I believe they didn't even bring back Raekwon McMillan Corey Littleton's like 25 he's got some potential yeah in him. but they're they need linebackers and pass coverage linebackers and so I got him taking the same guy I had him taken last time Jeremiah Wosu Karamoa I just he's a he's one of the best pass coverage linebackers in the draft um
0: also well, so maybe a little bit of a bias for a Notre Dame fan a little bit of a
1: bias, <laughs> but I mean I think this is a great talent right here. And, I mean, he's my third linebacker to come off the board. And I think that's a fitting place for him to go.
0: He would work well in um, almost an Oakland, Las Vegas system. (laughs) Yeah, that that does make sense for Oakland. I was originally going to have him go defense and a linebacker as well. However, that was before, for some reason, they thought their problem this year was their offensive line. And they proceeded to trade away. Everybody. Pretty much everyone on the offensive line for some reason. I thought their offensive line was one of the best in the NFL last year. It looked but, good. But but what do I know? You know. So um I'm gonna have them going offensive lineman here and picking Elijah Vera Tucker, just getting the best lineman on the board to try to rebuild it. It just I don't know why they traded away everyone because I it would have made sense if they had not traded away everyone, I would have picked a linebacker, probably the same guy as you. Yeah, just makes no sense. So next up is the Miami Dolphins, right here. Of course, we just we talked about them earlier, So let's just be straight up. Who do you have, do you have Miami staying here or trading here?
1: Yeah. So they, I think they're done with their trades. Uh, they've made their crazy moves and they've gotten a lot of picks out of the three trades they've made for this <laughs> draft. Um, but here, I had them taking Travis Etienne last time. Now. That was, they had already taken a wide receiver at three in my last mock. And that receiver just so happens to have slid all the way down to 18. And Devontae Smith. So, I think, again, I think that almost no matter what, Miami is going to try and unite Devontae Smith with Tua. Wow. And so that's going to happen right here at 18. Uh, obviously, ETN's off the board anyway. But I think that that's the logical pick right there is there. Wow! Smith. So
0: you have Miami picking two. Uh, well, actually, I don't remember what you had Miami picking six. Yeah. Did that, you have him picking wide receiver? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, you they had the trade. You had the trade with Washington. Him, My yeah, bad. So. My bad. I forgot about That was about. I was about to say yeah, because in mine I saw their picks. I was like, did he just pick two wide receivers for him? But yeah, I forgot that you had made that trade with Miami. For me, I think since I had him picking wide receiver at number six. I just think they're going to try to get something to rebuild that defensive line, you know, just try to help that defense as if it wasn't already good enough, get some more depth for it to try to help lead the team uh, to the playoffs this year. So i am been picking a guy that you had going a little bit earlier in Kawiti pay from Michigan. Just a guy that has a lot of potential to yeah. maybe be there. And, you know, Christian Wilkins hasn't really, I don't think really worked out that well not for him. Probably. So um, I think getting another guy to try to fill his spot would not be a bad move here.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that that's a very logical pick, a big, big pick. I think the Kawiti Pay is going to be a steal in this yeah, draft.
0: Ab- absolutely, he will be. So let's move to the 19th pick where the original team that was picking, I believe was the Chicago Bears? No, the, this oh, is the, oh, the football Washington team. football team. My bad, my bad. Wow, I can't remember a thing today. <laughs> uh, Yeah, this was originally the football team, but – Neither one of us have the football team picking here. I have the Cardinals picking here. You have the Dolphins picking here. Uh, Again, we discussed Miami. What do you see Miami doing here with their back-to-back pick for you? Okay, so
1: when they go back-to-back, I think they're going to stay focused on the offense, but I don't think, like I had them taking the last draft, I don't think they're going to go running back. Running back could be useful for them, but they've been trying to draft offensive line the last couple years and haven't quite gotten – they've got some guys that have some talent and potential. But they haven't found the home run guy yet. And so I think that they'll make another uh, acquisition on an offensive lineman. And I think that's gonna be Christian Derisaw out of
0: Virginia Tech. Would not would not be a bad mood to protect to a guy that's, no offense, been known to be a little bit injury prone yeah. uh, in his career, so it wouldn't make sense. For me, having the Cardinals here, Cardinals defense is just was just bad. Was just bad. And I understand maybe going running back here. But I was also going to have him go defensive line, and then they signed yeah. JJ Watt. So I think they're going to focus on another position they lost this year. Patrick Peterson left to go to Minnesota. I think they're going to try to replace him and get the best corner that's available at this point, which is JC Horn from South Carolina. He might need some time to develop, but if you get him developed, he could maybe be a guy that I don't know if he'll be as good as Pat Pete was for him, but maybe almost as good as Pat yeah, Pete.
1: I think JC Horn's got a lot of. It. This
0: yeah, a lot of potential. It's too bad he was just stuck on a terrible team in South Carolina in college.
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh, we now move on to pick 20, which for me, I still have the, the Bears picking here. You, it, it is, I forgot who you Carolina had. Carolina. You That's the trade you had with the Bears. I knew you made a trade with them, but I didn't know for sure. Uh, so who do you have Carolina Picking here, or do you have Carolina trading farther back? No, I've got Carolina
1: right here, and I think they've got the pieces on offense right now to really test Sam Darnold. Yeah, I think they've got good receivers and Ro- Roby Anderson and uh, DJ Moore. Yes, yeah. almost slipped my mind. <laughs> and then you've got a great piece in Christian McCaffrey and a decent offensive line. Yeah. Um. So I think really where they need to get help is at corner. Um, they have Dante Jackson, who's fast, great corner. And a couple years ago, they had him paired with James Bradbury. But Bradbury left this offseason for the Giants, and he was great there. Yeah. And they haven't been able to quite fill that hole. So I think right here, that'll lead them to take J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. And obviously, we just talked
0: about him. Yeah, a lot of potential for J.C. Horn. So now you're probably going to judge me for my pick, but it is the Chicago Bears pick for me. And, you know, I was considering having them trade up and pick a quarterback, which I would not be surprised if they did. However, I look at their defense and specifically corner y'all lost Kyle for this year. I think y'all release him released. him. And I think that y'all just want to get another corner. Maybe that could try to develop with that defense as if y'all and y'all could test him out for sure. Cause you know, with Khalil Mack in there, yeah. he's going to create a lot of pressure. So I have them picking Greg Newsom, the second from Northwestern defensive back. He's, climbed up boards as of late, and also was on a great defense in Northwestern this past year.
1: Yeah, he was a stud, and honestly, I'm surprised he was rising this late. I thought that he was a great corner, so I would not be upset with the pick of Greg Newsom.
0: Okay, good. He approves of my pick. Let's move on to the next one. In 21, which is where the Indianapolis Colts pick, obviously picked up Carson Wentz. There were rumors they would pick a QB, but obviously with Carson Wentz, that's no longer a question. Do you see the Colts picking here, or do you see them potentially trading?
1: Uh, I've got them here, uh, and I think that nothing really changes. Their mindset doesn't change. Now they have Carson Wentz, but um, I had them taking Christian Darrisaw and uh, replacing Anthony Costanza, who yeah. obviously retired this offseason. Um, but Darasaw's not on the board, or he would probably be the guy that goes yeah. right here. So. Gotta get him the next best thing. A guy that really doesn't feel like a consolation prize. Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC. That
0: really doesn't sound like yeah. a consolation prize, really. Yeah. Um,
1: so I think they're just gonna look to beef that offensive line and really see what Carson Wins can do when he's got protection.
0: Yeah, it just makes sense. But I don't have him picking here because we got another trade. Wow. We got one more trade. We got one more trade. This is two teams that are connected together through history. The Baltimore Ravens moving wow. up six spots. This is a team, the Baltimore Ravens, number one, I hate the Ravens. They're the Steelers' biggest rival. I don't like them at all. But their biggest need is wide receiver. And I think that they're going to try to get up ahead of Jacksonville, the Saints, Packers, teams that you know are looking for wide receivers, and they want to get their option. And no offense, I think the Colts see that there's a lot of depth at offensive line here that could fall to them at 27, which is where yeah. the Ravens were picking. So, this, so I have the Ravens moving up 21 and picking a guy that, again, has been climbing up draft boards lately. Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. I just think getting another weapon for Lamar Jackson just makes too much sense there. That's fair. Yeah. But yeah. And that was, that will be just a spoiler for y'all. That was my final trade for the pick. Those are my three explosive trades I think could happen. I think they would make it way more interesting. I'm hoping the Ravens aren't smart and trade up. I'm hoping they're dumb and just make, pick a QB here like the Sanford QB Davis Mills. But um. Let's move on to pick 22. That is, of course, the Tennessee Titans, a team that lost to the Baltimore Ravens in the playoffs. You know, star Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, still still a lot of potential for this team. What do you see the Titans doing here?
1: Um, So I had them taking Azuzo Jalari as a guy that would either replace or back up Jadavion Clowney. Yeah. And now Jadavion Clowney's officially gone to Cleveland. And so... Makes sense to me that they would now continue to do that, but there's a pretty big name at edge rusher who's still on the board, Uh, maybe a more prominent name than Aziz Ojalari, and that's Gregory Rousseau. Um, So I think that Titans go Rousseau here, and kind of the similar mindset that I had him going last time. Replace Jadavion Clowney, get some more pass rushing.
0: That is funny because I have the exact same pick, Gregory wow. Rousseau, for the Titans. It just makes sense. You lose Jadavion Clowney, just get someone in there to try to learn the position. It yeah. just it just makes too much sense. For sure. And so we will move on to pick 23, which is where the New York Jets are picking uh, for the second time. They got their QB of the future at number two. What do you see them doing to try to help the team out
1: of 23? Uh... So, the Jets, I had them taking Jalen Waddle last time, and this was the mindset of, you know, helping out the quarterback. Um, However, I feel like now they've made some trades, and they're still going to take Zach Wilson, and I think he's still going to need some help. But what they really also need to do is build that secondary. It is not good. And so this may be a little bit of a bold take, but I do have them taking Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech. Wow! Um, and trying to build up that secondary. You've got great safeties in Ashton Davis and Marcus May, and Bless your Austin, kind of coming along. But you still need a number two corner.
0: Wow! What a what a move that would be. I also have them going uh, with him as well, Caleb wow. Farley. I mean, it's just it seems like a risk, you know, because of the injuries and not playing this past year. But it just—if he—if he comes back from the injuries, he was like a top ten corner, yeah, like a top ten pick before the like injuries and all that stuff came out. And if he those turn out to be false information, which has happened before, the Jets could be getting an absolute steal here in Kale uh, Farley. And so we move on to pick 24, which is home to my Pittsburgh Steelers, a team that just has so many questions I don't even have time for. So uh, what do you see the Steelers uh, doing here? Do you have them trading, trading, moving anything?
1: I don't think uh, the Steelers changed their minds, and I think that they're reassured in this draft. Najee Harris – gotta be the guy right here
0: yeah it just makes too much sense now I've heard there's rumors that they should go offensive line because you can't have a running back without a good offensive line but I'm gonna say this this is the Steelers last chance to win with Ben he he's not coming back I don't think I don't think the Steelers want him back after this year so I think when in doubt you know the team struggles this year and you have to start over you don't have to start over completely from scratch you got a guy that could be a franchise running back in Najee Harris that can run and catch the ball and we won't have to start over, and I'm just going to pray he is not like Le'Veon Bell and wants a lot of money at one point. So now we will move on to pick 25, which is home to a team that had the number one pick, and pick Trevor Lawrence, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, anything we, – we talked about Jacksonville number one. What do you see Jacksonville doing here to uh, maybe help Trevor Lawrence? I
1: think they've got a lot of good uh, players on all. Running back James Robinson looked really good last Absolute year. Absolute
0: steal for them. Uh,
1: yeah, and then their receivers are still pretty good, and their defense isn't terrible. This is a team that definitely could have won more games. It was they, just the
0: coaching. Coaching was just yeah, terrible. If,
1: and if they had played with a little more heart, they were obviously trying to lose, it felt like. <laughs> um. So I think that this is a team that's got a good base. One thing the Jaguars have been trying to do the last couple of years is build that offensive line. And for the most part, it looked pretty good. But uh, one side, the tackle is just not quite there yet. Yeah. Move this guy to guard and bring in Alex Leatherwood out of Alabama. Wow. Um, I don't think a lot of people have this guy going first round. Yeah, not a
0: lot of people I've but, seen.
1: I don't know how you look at Alex Leatherwood and think, this guy's a second-round pick, this guy's a third-round pick. I don't understand it. An he's an a- Alabama
0: lineman, so surely surely he knows yeah. what he's doing. He looked great
1: in the college football playoff. He made great blocks um, on some of the best pass rushers in college football. And so I think that it just may Alex Leatherwood just makes sense here.
0: Yeah, it, it really does make sense to go offensive line. But this is also Jacksonville, and no offense to Urban Meyer and them being there. They're not, they're not the brightest with the, now defensively with picks. They've been right on the money yeah. with their picks defensively. Offensively, they have been questionable at points, um, which is why I have them picking offense here. <laughs> um, and I think they're going to use this, I guess, as if they maybe they don't – Urban Meyer doesn't believe in the weapons they have now to get Trevor Lawrence a weapon and pick a guy that was rumored to maybe go to the Ravens. But with the Ravens trading up, he's available here. And I'm going to have him go with Terrence Marshall <laughs> Jr. from LSU. I, th- I think it just just they're just going to try to get him weapons, even though I one hundred percent agree they should go offensive line here. So now we move to pick twenty six, a team that I'm s- still angry at, uh, the Cleveland Browns, a team that made the playoffs for the first time since two thousand and two. A lot of promise signing Javion Clowney. A lot of people thinking this team could yeah. be a underdog to go to the Super Bowl this upcoming year. What do you see the Browns doing here?
1: Um, so I think that or I know that Jadavion Clowney really shook up my mock draft, his move. Um, I mean, I was already preparing for it with the Titans pick last time. Yeah. But here, I knew the Browns needed another edge rusher, and so I had them taking Carlos Basham. But now we know they don't need that in the first round because they got Jadavion Clowney. So... I think they still need defense, but now they need a coverage linebacker. But a guy that is a good coverage linebacker, but can also rush off the edge. And that's uh, Xavier Collins out of Tulsa. I really like this guy. I've watched a lot of film on this guy. Um, And he's great in coverage, great off the edge. And he's going to be asked to play a lot of coverage for a team that hasn't picked a lot of great coverage linebackers recently. And their best one. Joe Schobert, they traded to Jacksonville last season. Yeah. Um, So I think Xavier Collins, great pick right here.
0: Yeah, I literally agree with linebacker. I don't have the same guy, but that's also because I have higher linebackers still on my board. This is a guy that you absolutely love. And no offense, like you said, Joe Schobert, their middle linebacker, they got rid of him. And no offense, their defense was pretty good last year. That middle linebacker spot is just a gap. And I think getting a guy like Nick Bolton, from Missouri, a guy that's super quick and no doubt can play safety or linebacker. If he can play coverage, yeah. getting a guy like that could just excel their defense a lot, which would make me even sadder as a Steelers fan. But it just makes sense for them to do that.
1: Absolutely.
0: So now we move to pick 27, which is where I have the Colts picking because of a trade, but this is where you have the Baltimore Ravens picking. Uh, the Ravens, of course, Lamar Jackson. Needs they just that's been well known they need wide receivers that's been their number one thing they need do you have them going wide receiver I don't I oh wow
1: I think they need a wide receiver do not get me wrong here but the other day John Harbaugh in an interview said people talk about wide receivers like we don't have guys yeah they brought in Sammy Watkins they have Marquise Brown and they have Devin Duvernay and then. Oh, it's embarrassing that I can't think of this guy's name because he went to Notre Dame. Um, He's a receiver. I can't, I'll think of him at some point. <laughs> um, but with that being said, John Harbaugh probably has the most say in who they take right here. Probably. And if he's that confident in their pass catchers, I think that they're going to look to go for a guy that can help beef up their offensive line. Obviously, their guards are a bit lacking right mm. now. And... Ronnie Stanley got hurt last season. We don't know if he's going to be back right away. Against
0: the Steelers, I do yeah. remember that.
1: And so that would lead to, in my opinion, them going Walker Little out of Stanford right here, a guy that I think could make a big impact on their offensive
0: line. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, it's funny. We may have different teams, but we both have the same guy. I have <laughs> I have Walker Little going to the Colts here. Like you said and, and with the Colts earlier, Anthony Costanzo retired. He could fill in the slot, you know, learn from some of the guys on the line like Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly. It just makes sense. Yeah. I just find that funny. We both – we had two different teams picking there, and we still went with the same guys. Wow. So let's move on to pick number 28, which is home to a team that's question mark at QB. Uh, we know it will probably be Jason Hill or Jason James Winston in the New Orleans Saints. What do you have in the Saints uh, picking here? But also remember, there's a person named Trevor Renfro who could be listening. To this society.
1: Uh, yeah, I hope he's approving of my pick. I hope he approved last time because I had them taking Sean Wade last time, Ohio State cornerback. And since then, Sean Wade has fallen off a lot of draft boards. Yeah, he's gone.
0: He's gone downhill. I don't
1: including know. my own, he didn't have the best college football playoff, but we made ours after the college football playoff. And I defended uh, Sean I Wade. No I offense, s- he was
0: going against Devonte Smith.
1: I, I that, those were my exact quotes. He was going against the best wide receiver in college football. Yeah. Um, what do you expect? But his combine has been uh, much worse than a lot of the guys we've seen. Greg Newsom. again, we'll talk about Greg Newsom. He's been a great, great, great talent to watch in these, uh, not combines, but these pro yeah. days. Um, and so I, I think that Sean Wade has fallen off. I think that he could be good. In an NFL franchise, but I think he's fallen out of my first round for sure. Yeah. Um. But with that said, I still think the Saints are going to go corner. I think that's really where they need help, and uh, because I just don't think Marshawn Lattimore can do it all by himself. So I have a bit of a surprise here, maybe, and Asante Samuel Jr. Oh wow! I think this guy's really good, and I would not be surprised if New Orleans took him right here.
0: Of course, his father, Asante Samuel, is a great corner in the NFL. For me. As much as it makes sense for the Saints Go defense, which I percent agree with, Sean Payne's an offensive guy.
1: That's true. He's
0: gonna want no guys for new weapons. With Drew Brees gone, okay. he's gotta get a lot more gadget plays in there to get fancy. And so he's gonna pick a guy that I think could be very useful for that at wide receiver. And in I Ron in Rondale about. Moore. Oh yeah, Rondale I mean, I know he's a little bit smaller, but he's also very quick and you know, the only good thing Purdue's really had since Drew Brees was there. So Weird. um so, passing uh,
1: of the torch. Yeah, buddy.
0: passing of the torch. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That just, yeah, so there you go. They're passing the Purdue torch on to Rondale Moore and another weapon for Sean Payton's offense. So, next pick 29, a team that should have gone to the Super Bowl had they not just played off on the NC Championship in the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers. Some people thought that they were making a trading Aaron Rodgers that started the postseason or offseason and were freaking out. But uh, fortunately, it doesn't seem like he's getting traded now. What do you see Green Bay doing here?
1: Um. Well, again, they made Aaron Rodgers mad. Yeah. And now they need to get him weapons because he's not done, obviously. <laughs> MVP um, says so. <laughs> so I had them taking Rashad Bateman last time, and I still have Rashad Bateman on my board. But also, I didn't have a receiver who I have higher than Rashad Bateman on my board then. And I do have him here now. And I think that if this were to happen, Green Bay right here is gonna take Rondale Moore out of Purdue. I, I mean I think this guy's a great talent. We just talked about yeah. him. I won't go too far, but I think this makes sense.
0: Yeah, it just makes it just makes sense. I also haven't picking my receiver here. Obviously not the same as you so he just went the pick before me. Um I'm having picking a guy similar to the Chiefs when they have a Tyreek Hill fitting that offense with Patrick Mahomes. It's just you just need one of those burner guys that can just go deep. And I think that they could get that here in Kadarius Tony from Florida. I absolutely, I love this guy's yeah, speed. Too. They showed up, there was a video of him on Twitter of him running his routes. His cuts are just so quick. And so it's, he's going to be, he's, he, if he can get his catching now, which is his big uh, issue, he could be Tyreek Hill 2.0. Yeah. It would just, it would just make sense. Plus you don't want to make Aaron Rodgers angry again. Um, So next up we have the AFC championship game losers and a team that, A lot of people think could win the Super Bowl next year in the Buffalo Bills. What do you see Buffalo doing here?
1: I think Buffalo really needs some edge rushing. And so I got a great edge rusher on the board who I think if he slips this far is a steal. And uh, that's Aziz Ojolari. This guy's a great player. And Buffalo could really use his kind of impact off the edge.
0: Yeah, just makes sense to go with like an edge guy or a line, or any type of linebacker. Yeah. I have him going with a linebacker. Actually, you picked earlier in the draft for another team. And no offense, I just think he fits Buffalo like a glove. It just makes sense. So I have him going with Xavier Collins, the linebacker from Tulsa. I mean, he just seems like a Buffalo yeah. linebacker. It's just a tough, physical guy. It just it just makes sense. It makes perfect sense for me to go yeah. with him. So next up is pick 31, the Super Bowl losers, the Kansas City Chiefs. Everyone knows about Kansas City. There's really not much else to say. Yeah. You know, what do you have Kansas City doing here?
1: Um, Well, they like to have themselves some Swiss Army knives. <laughs> they have Tyreek Hill, Meikle Hardman. They had Kareem Hunt. They've had all these guys that can do whatever Andy Reid wants them to do. And, you know, there's another guy like that still on the board. And he goes by the name of Kadarius Toney. And so I think you get to this spot. You got Tyreek Hill 2.0 on roster with Tyreek Hill.
0: Wow, that yeah, that good. Good luck stopping that. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck stopping that. You won't. Um, I I'm gonna have him go offense as well. However, if you watch the Super Bowl, this is a very obvious thing. The offensive line was terrible. Was absolutely terrible. And they I cut know, two of those guys. Yeah, and cut two of the guys from the offensive line. But, you know, they did sign Kyle Long out of, of, you know, retirement. But I still think they're going to get a young tackle to try to get a new guy, you know, just to figure out that offensive line. Because you better protect Patrick Mahomes. You don't want to injure him. Uh, So I have them picking Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State as my tackle. And primarily for one reason, number one, or actually for two reasons. Number one, he's like my best tackle left on the board probably. And number two, he ran – a pass like pass first offense for Oklahoma State. Yeah. And if he comes to Kansas City and runs that, it won't be nearly as difficult. And also, he didn't allow a lot of pressures last year at tackle. So I think getting a guy like that hopefully will keep Patrick Mahomes' jersey a lot cleaner.
1: For sure. And keep him from having to make some of those crazy throws that he made in the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, definitely. And the final pick here for our first round mock draft is the Super Bowl champion and a team that returned every single one of their starters, which is just a nightmare to any team trying to stop them. In the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we we know everyone on there. Tom Brady, I hate the guy. Uh, what do you see Tampa doing here? Do you see a team coming up in to, into the first round to end it?
1: Um, you know, I don't have anybody trading up here. Um, I almost had the Texans trading into a lot of spots. But, you know, I didn't want to have to get into Is it going to involve Deshaun Watson and yeah. and that. And honestly, I just don't think they will trade into the first round in general. Um. So I think that Tampa holds the spot. And last time I had him taking Joseph Asai out of Texas, edge yeah. rusher. And I still think they're going to go with that. But there's a lot more edge rushers on my board this time than there were last time. Obviously, the Cardinals were and uh, the Browns helped shake that up yeah. by filling in pass rusher gaps as free agency. Um, so I've got plenty of options, and I think that Tampa Bay, again, they brought back all their starters, but still I think they could look to replace William Golston or at least have somebody backing him up because he's the weakest leak on the defense, yeah. and that's not a disrespect, and it's- I don't even think he's bad. Yeah. He just happens to be the worst player. And also, he's defense. a little bit up there in age, yeah. too. So, at the very least, if not replace him, have a guy there to develop under him. And so, I think they go Carlos Basham here.
0: Yeah. I mean, it just makes sense to get some depth for that defense. Yeah. Because, I mean, that defense was good. The offense was re- was good. Yeah. I mean, there's really nothing you can say. If they add this guy, it's going to increase him. It's just get some young guys for depth. Maybe once Tom Ray retires. Because once Tom Brady retires, which will probably be in like thirty years, yeah. um, you know they'll they'll need some other people to step up for sure. For me, this one is a guy that neither one of us picked last time. That I'm having Tampa pick here. No, neither one of us had picked last time at all, and wasn't even picked by you in the yeah. draft this year. This is a guy. I think they could use a guy. They're going to pick a guy in the secondary, and this is a guy that I think could be interesting for them because he has experience at defensive back and at safety he's played both positions he knows them well and you know with todd bowles that defense moves around like crazy they might have him play multiple spots with that experience so i have them picking javon holland from oregon like i said played a little bit of safety played a little corner that guy that can do both i'm sure tampa would not say no to that at all
1: absolutely
0: and with that being said, that's it for our first round uh, mock draft. Our last one before the NFL draft, which is next Thursday, uh, will definitely be an interesting one. For especially sure. if some of these trades do come true. Uh, is there anything you want to add before we close here?
1: Um, you know, let us know what you think on Twitter, on Instagram. What do you What do you think of the mock? And let us know. You know, who you have going where? Maybe your top ten. Maybe your whole draft. You want to let us know you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the bold
0: take podcast. So, yep. You can find us there and comment, you know, just, you don't even have to call me your full Mac Draft or Mac draft mock draft, your full mock draft. And, uh, just comment what your favorite team and who you think that they should pick. Just comment there. Let us know. He already said what our Twitter and Instagram is the, at the bold take probably underscore. I think it's bold take underscore podcast. I think it's the official. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram there. And, uh, Yep, that's going to be it for this uh, special episode. We hope the audio quality was a lot better for y'all this time. And we know it's a little bit of a long episode, but we just got, we're too excited for the NFL draft. I can't wait for it. I know Austin Hill can't wait for it. So um, that'll be it for the episode. Austin Waiter, Austin Hill, we will see y'all next time.